today, I am wrapping up our series called Peace on Earth. Peace on Earth. I, I, I love the Christmas season for so many reasons. And if you're new with us today, you don't realize, but one of the reasons I love the Christmas season is because of tradition. And one of the traditions that I have is eggnog milkshakes. Come on, somebody. Keep eggnog around until April. They need to listen to me. They need to listen to me. I'm telling you, I love the Christmas season and eggnog, and I love Christmas trees and the, the Cooper traditions. We every single year we gather around the Christmas tree at night, and 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 we 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 talk about Jesus and talk about uh, the birth of Christ. And my family then we talk about how Jesus is the light of the world. And then every night we sing jingle bells as a family. It's just a tradition that we have every single year. We do this, and then we pray around the Christmas tree. It's just a tradition we've have. And a matter of fact. One of my children a few years ago gave their life to Jesus because of that Christmas tradition of gathering around the Christmas tree. So it's just special time of the year. I love taking my family and getting hot chocolate and going to look at Christmas lights. And, and then I love the cutout cookies. Every year we have cutout cookies with frosting. And I'm telling you, the best frosting on those cutout cookies is the pink or the yellow. That's the best. My wife tries to tell me, oh, the frosting tastes the same. It don't taste the same. The pink is the best frosting, and the yellow is the second best frosting. Every year, we have prime rib. Every year, Tiffany's family makes prime rib to eat. It's a tradition. Now, they broke it last year, but right when we got around the dinner table, they said, we're having prime rib again next year. So this year, we're having prime rib again. It's just a tradition that we have. And now my wife, probably four or five years ago, added a brand new tradition. Every year, the Cooper family, my immediate family, we always wear Christmas pajamas when we open our Christmas presents. So we had our Christmas celebration for my immediate family on Saturday. And we had our pajamas on. Matter of fact, here's a picture of my children in their, in their Christmas pajamas my, my wife picked out. And I didn't pick these pajamas out. When you see me, I want you to know I didn't pick this out. My wife picked it out. Those are my precious children, our four children. And here's what my wife picked out for me and my wife. Here's us. Come on, somebody. Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. That's right. But that's my wife and I uh, in our home on our family Christmas as a family. We, it, it just, it's a tradition that we have, and, and we love it. And you stop laughing at me. It's a fun time for the Coopers. And, and I think the thing that I love the most about Christmas is that the peace that we have in our home. There's nothing like peace. You see, there were Christmases when I was growing up. It wasn't always peaceful. I, I know what it's like to be in an environment where there's cussing and fussing and yelling and screaming and drama. And I had some Christmases like that when I was growing up. And so I really value peace in my life and peace in my family. And, and some of you know what I'm talking about because right now you're experiencing drama this Christmas season. You're you're experiencing fussing and cussing and yelling and screaming. And if there could be one gift that you would love to have this Christmas season, is you're thinking to yourself, I sure would love to have the gift of peace. I sure would desire the gift of peace. And what I want to talk to you about for the next few moments on this Christmas Eve is I want to talk to you about how to get on the path of peace. How do you get on the path of peace? And we're going to look at Zechariah's prophecy about the birth of Jesus. Here, here's what it says in Luke chapter number 1. 
Picking up in verse number 76, it says, And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High. For you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. Because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death. Notice this. To guide our feet into the path of peace. To guide our feet into the path of peace. This prophecy about Jesus is so powerful. It says Jesus was born to bring salvation to you and I that our sins could be forgiven. And he came to guide us down the path of peace. And this Christmas season, I don't care what you're facing in your life, I want you to know that God wants to guide your life down the path of peace. Right now, you may be experiencing worry and stress and anxiety, but you can get on the path of peace. So many people, so many people are dealing with stress. Even today, some of you are dealing with worry. You're so anxious right now. There's one study that says the average adult spends one hour and 50 minutes every day worrying, just worrying. Things out of their control, they're just worrying about. That, that adds up to 12 hours and 53 minutes every single week that people just spend worrying about the future and the economy and their family and their health, and they're just worried and during this Christmas season, which for many people is one of the most stressful times of the year, suicide rate goes up. So many people are stressed this time of year. And I want to show you today, if you're stressed and you're worried and you're anxious and you're pulling your hair out and you're biting your fingernails off and you're worried, I, I want to get you on the path of peace today. Let, let's look at that together. Here's how you get on the path of peace. Number one. The path of peace is paved with prayer. The path of peace is paved, paved with prayer. Notice this in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6 through 7. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard. Come on, I want all of our locations, everybody say guard. Yeah, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Friends, the only way to get on and to stay on the path of peace is through prayer. Prayer gets our mind off our problems and gets our mind on the Lord. Listen, I understand something about prayer. Prayer doesn't always change our problems, but it always changes us. Prayer changes our perspective. It, it changes our heart. It changes our focus. When you go to God in prayer, he will give you the peace of God. The Bible says that this peace of God, it's, it's the kind of peace that will actually guard your heart and your mind. Friends, you need a peace that will guard your heart and mind from all the junk in this world. We are bombarded with so much junk that just causes us to worry and to stress. And, and I, I have my smartphone with me. And, and I love this smartphone. I, I can text and check email and get online. And, but can I tell you, I also 
have a lot of worry because of this, and you do too. If you're not careful, you have news alerts popping up every two, three, four, five, every ten minutes. Because of these devices, you see all kinds of stories all the time. On social media, you're seeing all the negative and all the posts and all that's happening. And people are so worried and they're so anxious and they're bombarded with so much information. And they're just worried and they're worried. And the Bible says, listen, listen, listen. Take everything to the Lord in prayer. Peace comes through prayer. Getting your mind stayed on the Lord. Here's what Isaiah says in Isaiah chapter 26 and verse 3. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Not stayed on social media, not stayed on the news, not stayed on the current affairs. No, stayed on the Lord. He'll keep his mind in perfect peace who is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Prayer helps us keep our minds stayed on God no matter what's happening. Prayer, prayer, consistent time praying to God will put you on the path of peace. And I want to encourage you to pray every single day. And I want to encourage you on January the 14th, if you're not familiar with people's churches, you're new, I want to invite you on this spiritual journey with us. January 14th begins 14 days of prayer and fasting. And we fasting, we give up something that we love. The majority of people will give up food, some type of food. Some will do a complete fast. Some will give up uh, some coffee. Some will give up uh, meats. Some will give up sweets. And they'll, we'll sacrifice. And maybe you can't give up food because of a health concern. Some will give up television or their iPhone. And we spend that time praying and seeking God. I'm telling you, prayer works. Not only will it decrease our stress level, but if you want to have a successful 2018, if you will pray and fast, I like to say it like this. I believe it's so true. If you'll give God the first part of your year, he'll bless the rest. But you got to give them the first part of the year. Go to God. Seek his face. Beginning January the 14th, we're going to be praying and fasting. There's more information in your bulletin. Get online. Check out how you can pray and fast and seek God. Why? Because the path of peace is paved with prayer. And you don't want to miss next Sunday. We're going to dive a little bit more into how to have a successful 2018 next Sunday. Number two is this. Number two is this. The path of peace is paved with surrender. It's paved with surrender. And, and here's the first thing you have to surrender. Surrender your problems to God. Surrender your problems to God. Peace is not the absence of problems. Peace comes by surrendering our problems to Jesus. Here, here's what people sometimes don't understand. You can have peace and problems at the same time. <laughs> You can have peace and problems at the same time. That's right. You can have them at the same time. You can have peace of God and the problems of this world at the very same time. Here's what Jesus said in John 16 and verse 33. He says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. There, there, he says, you can have peace in me, and yet in this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Jesus said, in the world you will have trouble, but if you will keep your mind on the Lord, if you'll surrender your problems to him, you can have peace in the midst of the storm. You can have peace in the midst of your trouble. Let's look back at Philippians chapter number 4. The Bible says this, picking up in verse number 6. 
Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, notice this, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, here's what I want you to see. Present. Present your request to God and then the peace of God. Present. The, the key is you have to present or you have to surrender your problems. You have to surrender your trouble. You have to surrender your finances, to surrender your relationships, surrender your career, surrender your family, surrender your future to the Lord. Literally surrender. Give it to him. Present it to him. Surrender to the Lord today. That's what I want us to do. Today, I want you to give your problems to the Lord. Let, let's do that together today. Right where you are, in Oklahoma City, Midwest City, Northwest, Mabel Bassett, Indianapolis. Many of you joining us online around the world, and some of you in the military, thank you for serving our country. And right now, would you surrender your problems to God? I want you to do it right now, just right there in your seat. Instead of worrying today and being anxious today, say, God, I give you my, my family. I give you my pain. I just go ahead. You're right there in your seat. God, I give you my heartache. It's been a hard year. I give you my health concerns. I give you my finances. I give you what's going on at my workplace or in my school. Just right now, today, just surrender your problems to God. The path of peace is paved with surrender, surrendering our problems to God. Here's a second key about surrender, and that is surrender your will to God. Surrender your will to God. We, we have two options in life. We can follow our will or we can follow God's will. And friends, whenever we follow our will, it will take us down the road of worry and stress and anxiety. Listen, I always know when I'm following my will because my will, it just, it always leads me because it's self-reliant. It's, it's about me. And when I follow my will, I find myself worrying. I find myself anxious. I find myself stressed out. But whenever I get on my own God's will and surrender my life to God's will and his ways, his ways lead to peace. His way leads to, to, to the road of peace. Here's what the Bible says. I want you to hear this. It's such, such a powerful verse. And Psalm 119 and, 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 and verse 165, it says, those who love your instructions have great peace. And do not stumble. I want you to catch that. Those who love your instructions have great peace. When we love God's instructions, when, when we follow his instructions, when we follow God's will and God's ways, we live with great peace. Worry and stress happens when we follow our own instructions in our own way. And we do, think, do, do, do our own will. We end up with worry. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 1 says this. My son, do not Forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart. In other words, do my will, follow my ways, surrender to my will. Verse 2 says, for they will prolong your life many years and bring peace and prosperity. The path of peace is always paved with surrendering our will to God's will. And I want you to know at People's Church... We want to help you to discover God's will. Part of our vision, our vision here at People's Church is we want to help you know God, help you grow in God, 
help you discover your purpose, discover the will of God for your life, and to make a difference. That's the four steps of our vision. And I want to encourage you about something beginning at the, at the, at the beginning of, of this next year. I'm really excited about it. We've had a class that we've talked to you about. You heard me just talk about it a little earlier in the service called Growth Track. And I really want to encourage you to get to that, 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 those four steps that we have in this particular environment that we're going to be offering in January. January 14th, we want to help you discover God's will, to discover your purpose so that you can live in peace. I am fired up about growth track. I'm telling you, it's going to change your life. And some of you are looking for God's will. You're looking for direction. You want peace in your life. And I encourage you, get to growth track January 14th. Because here's what I know. The path of peace is paved with surrender. Surrender. Surrendering our problems and surrendering to God's will. Number three is this. There's a, a third thing I want you to see, and that is the path of peace is paved with Jesus. The path of peace is paved with Jesus. Isaiah chapter number nine and verse six says this. For to us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called the Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. If you're, if you're new to church today, you, you may not be familiar with this verse and this, this prophecy that Isaiah gave. And if you are new to church, can I just tell you, I'm so glad you're here. We, we always wanted to create a church where people can come just like they are. And I want you to know today on this Christmas Eve, maybe you hadn't been to church in a long, long time. Or maybe today is your first time walking through the doors of a church. And I want you to know that it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to have questions and answers and struggles. Listen, even when you give your life to Jesus Christ, a lot of us, we're just not okay. And that's okay. You're in a great, great place where a lot of us are not okay. I don't have it all together myself. I need Jesus Christ. And I hope today that you would give him, give him an opportunity to come into your life and to work in your heart because the path of peace is paved with Jesus. And this particular verse right here, let me just kind of unpack what's happening here. This was 700 years it was told about Jesus. It was foretold, or the Bible calls it prophecy. This was prophesied about Jesus, that one day Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God, would come into the world and that he would be the wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And that prophecy came to pass 700 years. Jesus came into the world, the Son of God. He's the Prince of Peace, and he lived a perfect and a sinless life and died on the cross for my sins, for your sins sins. Jesus can give us peace because he is peace. Let me say it like this. You can only give what you have. My wife and I, as you saw a little earlier in the picture, we have four children. I have a 14-year-old son, a 12-year-old son, 11-year-old daughter, and a 9-year-old son. And those are Cooper kids. And I can give things to my kids that I have. And so my, my kids, man, they, they have a roof over their heads because 
I have a home so I can give that to them. I can bless them. They have clothes on their back. I have clothes, and I can provide clothes for them. And they're my kids, so I can give them what I have. A matter of fact, uh, they're, they're, I think they're pretty good looking. Some of y'all say, well, they got that from Tiffany. Well, praise the Lord. They might have got it from me, too. I don't know. But I'm just, well, I can give them what I have. And so and let me tell you what. Tiffany, might've, they, they might have got their good looks from their mama, but let me tell you what I gave them. I gave them that tan. Come on, somebody. They got the tan from me. That's what's up. I got a tan, and they got a tan because that came from me. I can give them what I have. So, so whatever we have, we're able to give. And friends, understand, God can give us peace because he is peace. Jesus is peace today because Jesus is peace. And he says, peace is available to you. You can leave this place with peace today. You say, pastor, what's the key? What's the key? Here's the key. Becoming his child. Becoming his child. He gives peace to his kids. Psalms chapter 29 and verse 11 says this. The Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. God gives peace to his people. You say, what's the key word? The key word is his. He gives peace to his people, to his children and on this Christmas Eve, this is really the question. Are you one of his children? Have you ever given your life to Jesus? Are you one of his kids? You know, I think about my children. I love them so much. I, I would just about do anything for my children. There's nothing like the love you have for your children. It kind of gives you a little glimpse of how much God loves us. And I love them provide for them, want them to thrive, want them to win. I want them to have joy and peace in their life. I want them to win at life and to follow God. I, I love them, work hard for them. And friends, can I tell you, God loves us so much more than us earthly parents of how we love our children. He loves us so much more. It's, his love is so much greater. And he says to you, I love you today. And I want to give you good gifts. I give my children good gifts. All children don't get good gifts from me. But my children, I give the Cooper children, they're my kids. And I shower them with good gifts. And that's what God does for his kids. He gives us good gifts. He gives us forgiveness. He gives us grace. He gives us mercy. He gives us provision. He gives us joy. He gives his children peace. And the question is, are you a child of God. Let me tell you what Christmas is about. Jesus, the Prince of Peace, came into this earth because he knew life was chaotic and hectic and sin had a grip on all of us and we were going the wrong way. And he died on that cross and he rose again that we could have peace with God and our life could be lived on the path of peace. And today I want you to know, no matter how far you may feel from God, no matter what you've done, you could just give me a list today of, Pastor Herbert, you don't know what I've done. I'm not worthy. I don't deserve to know God. Only if you knew what I did last night. It doesn't matter what. We've all blown it. I've blown it. We've all blown it. Salvation, the gift of God, this gift called salvation, the forgiveness of sins, it's a free gift. And all you have to do is receive it. And you're going to become a child of God. I want you to do that today.
I want you to live on the path of peace. And the path of peace is paved with Jesus.